Plenty of Century Toys, a toy shop from the 19th century. Please take a look at my wares, as I am interested in selling my antique toy collection to you to keep your children entertained. Just joking, guys. There is no store called Plenty of Century Toys. Um, and if, it, if there was, you wouldn't be listening to it on your phone. You'd be in the store. This is actually a podcast called 20th Century Boy. And my name is Radio Mike. And this is the inside of my mind. I try to do a different one of those every week. Like a different opening. I, I hope people notice that. There's either an effect on it. Or I just try to put a little spin on it. And this one took me far too long to think of. So if you have any suggestions on ways I can open the show... Please get in touch with us. You can always get in touch with the show. The socials are in the description below. Uh, there's there's the email, radiomagpod at gmail.com and all my social pipes. Uh, so please get in touch. But how are you? Because I'm really good. And I realise that every time I do this podcast, I start it by asking how are you or how are you going or whatever. And you can never reply. And it ends up, I'm so selfish, I end up just talking about me for the whole show. But... That's the whole idea of a podcast. You're choosing to listen to it. That's your fault, but I'm glad you're here. Please stay. Um, but, wow, like, I've I've actually been really burnt out for the past month or two, and I just feel like it's really hit me in this past seven days. Not in a bad way. I've just, like, picked up this new job, and I'm in the middle of all this other stuff, and the new... the out. The hours of the new job completely conflict with what my schedule was before. So, yeah, it's just... I always find myself doing... Yeah, it's just, like... It's just been tricky to work with a completely new schedule. And I've found it... I've been finding it hard. Just really tired all the time. Not really having much downtime or relaxation time. And I feel like when I get into that sort of mindset... Or I get into that kind of um, go, go, go thing towards my career, which happens to me so much, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but I just end up getting really swamped and pick up really bad habits, and I just sort of start, like, I don't know, I just, you know, I I lie in bed on my phone and just, you know, don't drink enough water, and I don't feel like I'm, like, myself necessarily, but then I'm so in the slump that it's tricky to change it, and then I realize I have to put a lot of mental effort into getting back onto like some good habits and my room's always a mess because I always just, you know, I can't be fucked cleaning it and just stuff like that. And I'm sorry to start this on such a downer, but I guess the the idea of this first few minutes of the podcast is always just for me to like explain what I've been doing. And I've just been working heaps and sometimes I'm like, maybe I should say no to a few more things, but then I'm like, but I need money to live, but then I prefer to do this but I don't make money off this, but that, you know, it is what it is. I still love this podcast and I love doing it every week and I love that so many people listen and contribute. So it's awesome. If you do ever want to support the show, two things on that, you can buy Release The Sounds merch, which is my band, uh, releasethesounds.com. There's a 10% discount for listeners of this podcast if you use the code RADIOMIKE at the checkout. Uh, So feel free to do that. If you just, uh, no obligation to support it, but if you just want to like, any money that I can get just helps me to be able to make this a better show, I suppose. And just, yeah. I, and I'm thinking of other ways to, to like, and again, that, that I release the sounds merch. I get like 
half of whatever we make because half of it goes to Jack. So you'll also be supporting Jack. So if you like Jack more than me, please buy <laughs> release the sounds merch. Or if you like him equally than me because we split everything. But I am trying to ramp up production on radio merch. I just haven't had time to even sit down and think about the best way to do it to get good quality shirts and other things like hoodies and caps and stickers and those kinds of things and get them to you guys as cheaply as possible. Cause I think like some people have reached out and said they'd be interested in that kind of thing. And yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to do that. Uh, as well as like later this week or maybe even tomorrow, like I'm not sure when again, because of time constraints and being so time poor, uh, there's going to be a big 90 minute special, uh, with me and Jack talking all about the album that we put out with release the sounds. Uh, there'll be a video and, it, and there'll be a podcast on this feed, but it won't be an episode of 20th century boy. It'll be like its own thing. It'll just be a bonus content thing for this feed. And yeah, that's cool. So listen to that if you like. Uh, I'd love for you to check it out and hear a bit more. It's really funny and really fun. And I'm thinking about seeing if Jack wants to do maybe like a monthly catch-up podcast that's just a bonus thing for you guys. Because I reckon like me and Jack are really funny together. And I'd like, I'd, I don't know, if you guys would want something like that or want any bonus content that I could do once a month or something like that, uh, let me know. I'd love to, I'd be interested to hear what you think. And... Yeah, and then I'm thinking, like, you know, if I start a Patreon or something. But I don't know. Like, like we'll just see where, where things go. Um, no complaints. Just, like, really time poor at the moment and feeling the strain of being burnt out. But when I started this podcast in January, I kind of made a promise to myself or committed to myself that I'd just do one episode a week for the rest of the year. Um, and I think, like, come around December 19th, I might take... Well, that'll be the last episode of the year. Then I might take the Christmas period or, like, you know, one or two weeks off just where I don't have to think about the, the podcast and then come back fresh for season two sometime in 2020 because, yeah, I can't wait to do another year of this podcast. It's crazy to me that we're nearly up to 40 episodes, nearly up to a full year. But we do have a big show today, so we do need to be moving very quickly. And I realise I do say this every single week. Uh, joined in studio today by the whole gang. Intern Mike is here. Hey, Mike. Siggy Mike, the production assistant of the show who chain smokes, is here. Oh, good day, Mike. You guys want Siggy? Uh, there's his catchphrase. Haven't heard that for a while. And uh, editor Mike, our newly engaged 64-year-old editor who is going to marry the love of his life, uh, Siri, the robot voice assistant from iPhones. How are you? Yeah, not bad, Mike. Just, uh, you know, lucky groom to be and really excited. And intern Mike, uh, you're in year eight at school. How's it been? Oh, sorry, Mike. Can I just interrupt with some admin staff for the show? Yeah, sure, Siggy Mike. What what do you need to say? Yeah, look, I just wanted to hand out these uh, invitations to Editor Mike's Bucks Party. As the best man, I am throwing the Bucks Party uh, for Editor Mike's wedding with Siri. Just handing these out. Intern Mike, obviously you can't come because you're only 14 years old. Uh, but uh, fuck, here's what I'm going to say about the Bucks Party because there's some surprise elements. But there's a few things that I will guarantee we'll have on the night. And the first thing we're definitely going to have on the night, right, is, uh, well, ton of ciggies. I'll have my Winnie Blues, so don't worry about bringing any ciggies. That's cool. None of us smoke, so none of us would have brought ciggies anyway. Yeah, well, don't worry, because if you feel like a ciggy on the night, I'll give you a, one of my Winnie Blues. Oh, thank, thanks, Siggy Mike. Oh, oh, oh. 
look, I'm I'm actually looking to have a really big, crazy, fucked up night. So, you know, maybe I will have a ciggy. I don't know. I, I usually wouldn't. I never have, but it's possible that I might. All right, Editor Mike, that's kind of weird. Yeah, nah, cool, man. I'd be happy to give you one. The other thing is strippers. Obviously, we'll have a ton of strippers. We'll have, like, two strippers uh, just stripping for us. So that's going to be pretty fucked. Um, and the other thing is, uh, Mario Kart. So it's a Mario Kart and strippers bucks party. You ever played Mario Kart either, Mike? Uh, no, no, I haven't, uh, Siggy Mike. Is that some kind of, uh, Italian-themed kart racing game? Yes, yeah, yeah, no, it's exactly what it is. It's Mario, so we'll just be playing Mario Kart. There'll be, like, two chicks stripping and shit like that. And is it just me, you, and Ed of the Mic invited? No, no, I've invited Damo and the boys as well from the footy club, so that'd be good. So you've invited, wait, you've invited Damo and the boys from the footy club. How do they know Ed of the Mic? No, no, they don't know Ed of the Mic. They just know me. They're just mates of old mates of mine that just wanted to come along for Mario Kart and stupid. But isn't the idea of Ed of the Mic's Bucks party for him and all of his, his friends to come along and have a good time with him. Isn't that that what you're supposed to be organising? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd really love my best friend Craig to be able to come. Craig from the Bowls Club down the road. I mean, I think he really has to be there. Ah, uh, Siggy Mike, I couldn't have my Bucks party without Craig. Yeah, nah, I spoke to Craig. He doesn't want to come. He's too busy, he said. He won't even make the wedding. But, uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. Just us three hanging out. Sorry you can't come in too, Mike. That sucks for you, man. Grow up. Grow up here. Ah, uh, Alright, I, I wouldn't be allowed to go see strippers anyway. Do they like show their boobs at all? Uh, uh, I'm not actually sure. I've never been to a stripper's intern, Mike. Siggy Mike? Oh, it sort of depends on the establishment. That yeah, doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, so that's sort of where we are at. And the, the, the Bucks party will take place in two weeks' time. And then I just thought we could do, you know, a wrap-up chat on the podcast the next time we record after it, because that'd be really fun. What do you reckon? Sure, we can do, like, a bit on it, not too much. Yeah, look, I'm looking for a pretty fucked up crazy night, and, you know, Siri's got her hens party coming up with Google and Bixby and fucking... What's the other one? The, uh... Fuck, what's the... Shit. Alexa. Alexa will be there as well, so, uh, you know, no funny business, but I think a few strippers is okay. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. I've been to tons of Bucks party. Like, all my friends are divorced, obviously, if they were married, they're divorced now. But, uh, been to tons of Bucks party. The key to a successful marriage... Great Bucks party. You don't have a good Bucks party, your marriage is going to be fucked. So get around it, guys. Mario Kart, strippers. Fucking best best Bucks party of your whole fucking life, I guarantee you, Editor Mike. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Mario Kart aspect doesn't really appeal to me. I'm not into the computer video, you know, games that the kids play. You know, I know Intern Mike plays a bit of uh, the, the Panky Man and uh, Ratchet and Snatch It and uh, Crash... Dan, Dan to do, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with uh, video games, but I'll give him a shot. It's it is my Bucks party, and uh, you know, I uh, gotta you know try some new things. Might even you know do a line of cocaine off a stripper's ass. Wait, what? Out of the mic? I just said I might do a line of cocaine off a stripper's ass. All right, we're gonna move on from this. As we move on, uh, last week we begun a brand new segment on the show, which was prompted by the brand new best friend of the show. That man's name is Radio Nacho Cheese. Now, we assume that's a fake name. I I assume his name is not Nacho Cheese, but he calls himself Radio Nacho Cheese. And, well, 
I think it's about time we do another one of these. Yeah, g'day everyone, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here. G'day Radio Mike, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here. He's Radio Nacho Cheese and this is his weekly update. So the backstory on this is that Radio Nacho Cheese began to call up the official phone number of the show, 1-800-GET-FUCKED, call it any time and leave a voicemail leaving just really polite messages on a Monday morning, explaining where he was, what he was doing, and wishing us all a very happy weekend. Uh, last week on the show, radio superstar Bailey actually got in contact with the show via 1-800-GET-FUCKED and tried to get in contact with Radio Nacho Cheese, the Enigma himself, through the channel of voice message. Radio Bailey said this... Hey Mike, I'm uh, just calling to get in contact with uh, Mr. Nacho Cheese. Uh, this is Radio Superstar Bailey. Just wanted to say thanks for uh, wishing me a good weekend, man. How was your weekend? What did you get up to? If uh, you could leave a message and let me know, it'd be good to hear from you. Um, yeah, thanks Mike for letting this happen. Thank you very much, Radio Superstar Bailey. And guys, I just want to say that once again, Radio Nacho Cheese himself is not only fresh out of the oven with those crisp, crisp Doritos covered in melted cheese and a little bit of salsa, he's also brought the sour cream today. So, Radio Nacho Cheese, mate, take it away. <coughs> G'day, guys. Radio Nacho Cheese here. 6.45am, Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. And uh, obviously the Monday morning... Um, firstly, I've got to say to Radio Superstar Brody, I believe, you asked how my weekend was. A bit confusing, don't really know what weekend you were talking about, because obviously there's a delay in finding out. But in general, most weekends I just sort of chill out and have a good time. So that would be the answer to your question. Um, and then all else that I have to say is to Radio Mike and the Radio family, have a lovely week, followed by a lovely weekend. Thanks, guys. Bye. Yeah, he's really coming strong with that. And let's get some... I'd love to have a Q&A going with Radio Nacho Cheese. I want you guys, the radio family, to voicemail in messages for Radio Nacho Cheese. If you're too nervous to voicemail them, just email me. Just email me a question for Nacho Cheese, radiomikepod at gmail.com, and he'll answer them on the show. Whatever you want to know about Radio Nacho Cheese, except, you know, he probably doesn't want his full name known. I respect that. He can't have all of you hounding him down on the street, trying to, you know, trying to get autographs from him for being the best friend of the best podcast in the world. But ask him questions like, hey, Radio Nacho Cheese, what's your favourite type of tree? And maybe he'll come back and say, hey, guys, my favourite type of tree is an oak tree or something like that. Thank you so much, Radio Nacho Cheese. Have another 10 mic points this week. We look forward to hearing from you next week. Bailey, if you'd like to respond to Radio Nacho Cheese to clear the air because obviously you asked him the question about his weekend and then a weekend went by and then he was, as he explained, he wasn't sure. So if you want to clear that up, that's okay. Guys, would love to get a Q&A happening with Nacho Cheese. Uh, that'd be fantastic. But on the topic of contributing to this show, you guys, all of us together, we are the radio family and there are multiple channels of which you can contribute to the show. Uh, Instagram, the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash 20th Century Boy, the phone number, email, however you want to contribute to the show, uh, please, please do because you guys build the show and you guys help me come up with the content. Everything you guys say helps me try to think of stuff 
that I can talk about on the show. Um, especially at the moment, because I'm so time poor, I'm not like going out to the movies or playing games that I can talk about or reading books. Like I just don't have time. So yeah, it's, it's cool for you guys to contribute. And with every con- contribution to the show, you earn mic points. Mic points are the currency of the show. And if you accumulate 300, you get to purchase one ticket to the Radio Superstar Test. Radio Superstar. The Radio Superstar Test is simple. I ring you on the phone from a private number and you must answer with I wake up with today. Doing that correctly earns you the title of a Radio Superstar, a privileged member of the radio family. And we've had four successful Radio Superstars, Radio Superstar Pat, Radio Superstar Sophie, Radio Superstar Bailey and Radio Superstar Polo. And this week, both Radio Zach and Radio Liam Whitman were up for the Radio Superstar test. And last week on the show, I gave them this warning about it, which was unprecedented in Radio Superstar history. We're We're going to do do a a double or nothing nothing Jeopardy Jeopardy test. test. I've decided that you guys are on a team and if one of you fails... You both fail. I'm going to do the call in the next week for next week's episode. I'm going to call one of you first, and if that's a fail, it's a double fail. And then I'm going to call the other person with the... But if you, if the first person gets it, I'm going to call the second person with the first person on the line waiting for the result. That's right. It was a double superstar test. All in or all out, which could have caused major issues. And I can confirm that... Editor Mike and I got into the studio earlier this week, so this was pre-recorded. This isn't happening live, but so is the whole podcast, so I didn't really even need to exclaim that. Um, And we found out whether Radio Liam Whitman and Radio Zach are radio superstars. And I thought I'd throw a spanner in the works. So I invented a fake charity called the Uniting Schools Foundation, and I called up Radio Liam Whitman first and tried to pretend I was this guy from the Uniting Schools Foundation. Then a twist happened. Here's how it all went down earlier in the week. Good luck, guys. All right, Editor Mike, punch that number in. Let's start by testing Radio Liam, I think. Punch his number in for me. All right, Mike, here he is, and uh, we are dialing now. Remember, guys, he has to answer the call with I wake up with today. That's a pass, as long as Zach gets it after him. I like that look today. Hello, this is Tim from the Foundation of uh, Unity in Schools. Unity in Schools? We're just asking for donations over the phone at the moment. I think I smell a rat, actually. Sorry? I think I smell a rat, actually. No, it's Tim from the Foundation of Unity in Schools. We're raising money for schools across Australia. Oh, Tim, I don't actually live in Australia, unfortunately. I know you live in New Zealand, but we're just do- we've got calling random numbers in it. Yeah, that's it. Oh. Hey, doing, Mike? Hey, Liam, guess what? Oh, tell me. Well, did you listen to the last week's up to the most? I did. Okay, you did. So you know, yeah, you know yeah. what position you're in right now, right? I'm assuming first, unless someone else is about to. I can't remember the name. Sorry, but 
Zach has not been contacted yet. Okay, so... Oh, so I'm in the position of I might not get it if, if he doesn't pick up next. You have passed the test, but we now need to make sure that Zach also wakes up with today. So it's a tense position. It's a very tense position Ooh. you're in. How are you feeling? Well, I'm, I'm feeling good, but I really hope that uh, Zach can come through. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to dial Zach right now, right? Mm-hmm. You'll hear the rings. Yep. And when he picks up, I want you to say, hey, this is Tim from the Uniting Schools Foundation trying to raise money for schools. Tim from the Uniting Schools Foundation looking for donations. Okay. Yeah, just make up a foundation and let's get Zach. And I just want you to continue it for as long as possible. Even if he hangs up, that's fine. Okay. Then I'll call him back. Then we'll let him know. Okay. okay? All okay. right, moment of truth. Here cool. we go, Liam. All right, let's let's get it. ready for this. Here right. we go. Tim from the Uniting Schools Foundation. Okay, got it. All right, here we go. It's ringing. Not having much laugh. You have reached the message bank of 046. Leave him a message. Four, Leave oh. him a message. Hi there, this is uh, Tim calling from the United Founding Schools uh, Foundation. We're looking for donations today to help um, uneducated Australians living in rural uh, rural cities. And uh, we're just wondering if you would be interested in um, donating today. So please give us a call back on this number uh, when you get a chance. And hopefully uh, you can you can find it in your heart to, um, to reply. Thank you. All right, Liam, that was great. I, I've hung up. Okay, but... I'm going to give him one more chance. I'm going to ring... Hold on one second. Yeah. There's a wee problem. I, at the start, when you just started dialing, um, I got a call from a, from a no-caller ID, and then I just missed call from a, from a no-caller ID. Oh, so no. You I know what I... I, I <laughs> yeah, I think you just left a message. I've... Me. I've... I've, I've, t- <laughs> <laughs> I've dialed your number again. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. I've just accidentally written your number again because I didn't label your... I wrote down both of your numbers, but I didn't put your names beside <laughs> Okay. Okay. okay All right, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to put in the actual number for Radio <laughs> Zach. That was my, completely my error. So let's okay. say... <laughs> So, so just to be clear, you've now just left yourself a voicemail as as Tim from the Uniting Schools Foundation. Oh, this gonna, yeah, this is going to be funny. All right, let's dial Zach for real this time. Yeah, okay. Here we go. I'm just punching in his number. It's I'm okay. assuming it's this other one I've written down. Here we go. It's about to oh. dial. You know what you're saying? Yes. All right, here we go, mate. Good luck. All the best. All right. I woke up with today. Hi, this is uh, Zach from the United Schools Foundation Australia. We're just looking for a, for a donation today, if, if you are interested. No, sorry. Oh, are, are you sure? It's a, it's a really good cause. We mainly help um, uneducated uh, kids or kids who um, don't have full access to a proper school out in like, rural uh, Australia, mainly. 
I'm a student myself, so I don't have much money to donate. Sorry. Oh, I see. Um, maybe we could interest you in... So usually our packages are $25 a month, but we do have um, a lower pledge um, option if you'd be interested in that. It's only $15 a month. No, sorry. Are, are you sure? We, we usually... Um, I am sure. We, we usually the money usually goes towards uh, books and administrative fees uh, for the school, uh, principal teaching uh, costs and stuff like that, and and uh, also lunches for the kids. So that's what that's what we do. If if you're interested at all. No, sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just I'll, I'll just um, try and say you on our on our one one last thing, but um. We do have. Uh, we don't actually get too many pledges. He's, hey Liam, he's hung up. Oh, he's he hung, hung up. up. He's gone. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say that was? <laughs> yeah, no. no that was good. That was hilarious. I, I almost, I almost broke <laughs> character and laughed halfway through that. But oh, like that. Hey, so I guess we're both. Mate, mate, I'll tell you now. what. You, you've got yeah. it. Yeah. Let's call Radio Zach and tell him what that was all about. Uh, sounds good. Hello, Zach. Hello. Did you just get a call from Zach from the Uniting Schools Foundation? Yes, I did. You didn't want to donate to them at all? I did not want to donate to them, and then I thought it was a bit pesky that they were calling me back again. (laughs) Well, can I reveal one thing? I've got uh, Radio Liam on the line. What's up, Radio Zach? Hi, Radio Liam. And I'm not sure if you heard the most recent episode of the podcast. I'm not up to it yet, no. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, that kind of defeats what we were doing. But um, essentially, on the last podcast, I told both of you that this was a double radio superstar test. And you you both had to pass to become radio superstars. And I'll tell you one thing, both of you... First of all, Radio Liam did pass the test. And then Radio Liam called you as Tim from the Uniting Schools Foundation. And what did you answer with, Radio Zach? I woke up with today. Hey, Radio Zach and Radio Liam, guess what, guys? Wow, what is it, Mike? You guys are the new Radio Superstars! Yay! Yeah, cool, guys. Well, that was a great test. Uh, Radio Liam Whitman, thank you for calling Radio Zach, Radio Superstar Zach and Radio Superstar Liam Whitman. Uh, and remember, everyone, donate to the United Schools Foundation. I, I did Google you guys, or the United Schools Association, and I'm like, I cannot say anything for these people. It must be a scam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, congratulations. There you have it, guys. We have two new Radio Superstars on the show, welcome to Radio Superstardom. Please enjoy your time in Superstardom and Paradise. You guys are now privileged members of the Radio family, and I salute you. Would love to get more girls into the Radio Superstardom. So far, there's a big gender imbalance, uh, and I know there's a there's a fair few girls who listen to the podcast and contribute. It would be great to get some more some more because Sophie's out there all by herself. But that's fine. Uh, one thing that did brighten my day is Radio Superstar Pat actually sent me a photo of him with another listener of the show, Disappointment Judman, uh, sorry, Disappointment High Donator Radio Judman, who 
earned the title of Disappointment Judman because he failed the Radio Superstar test twice, but also had to be referred to as High Donator Judman because he donated the most money in our fundraiser to buy the phone number 1-800-GET-FUCKED. Wow, this podcast has just done so much stupid shit. Jesus bloody Christ. Um, they were together at Lewis Spears' show. Lewis Spears, my mate, who's a comedian, uh, who's currently doing his his national tour of Australia, which is awesome, and I'm going to go to his show this weekend, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, they they took had a photo with Lewis together, and, and Radio Superstar Pat said, hey, man, uh, you know, me and Judman started talking after we, you know, both listened to your podcast and we've become friends because we listened to your podcast. And that was awesome to hear. And I'm super stoked that people are actually making real life friends from listening to my podcast. That was really humbling, guys. So I genuinely appreciate that this podcast has been a platform for you to make friends like that. Awesome. Uh, quick update on radiomike.com. Last week, I talked about how the guy who owns the domain radiomike.com tried to make me pay $10,000 for it. Uh, and I basically told him, fuck you in a song. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I then offered him 150 Australian dollars for it. So I quoted him down a lot. Uh, he has yet to reply, but radio marshmallow, welcome to the radio family. Radio marshmallow did say, Hey man, why don't you just use 20th century boy.com or radio one.com? I don't want to use 20th century boy.com because I want it to be a website for like radio Mike, not for this podcast. Like you'll be able to access the podcast on the website, but it would be a, it would be like a mix between a, a portfolio of my work and also like for clients who would want me to help them produce their podcast like I do with, you know, Will or with Finding a Unicorn or the other shows I work on. Uh, but yeah, so we're just waiting to hear back from him. I wonder if he'll ever message me back. I hope he does. Uh, Radio St. Beck, welcome to the radio family, Radio St. Beck. She, she, I, I assume this is a female uh, because the name Beck generally is short for Rebecca. Uh, she sent me a message saying about me and Jack's album, Release the Sounds, the debut album, saying it's so good. The album is definitely going to be on loop all summer, which was so cool to hear. Radio Ben Sprote also wrote in saying the album sounds like two mates just having fun and making music because it's what they love, which is fucking great. Um, but I do want to focus predominantly on this fact about it being an album that's going to be on loop all summer and take 20 mic points, both of you. I just wanted to talk about that because that means so much to me in the sense that in my life, there are a number of albums uh, that I would consider summer albums. Albums that just bring the mood to life when there's sun in the sky, it's a warm day, the windows in the car are down, you're driving through to, you know, to the beach or something. You put these kinds of albums on because they're just, they're like designed for summer um, and I was just thinking about like, what are those summer albums? Do you have them? Does anyone else have an album that just screams summer to them? Because it's interesting how the weather can influence my mood and taste in music for a p period of time. Like in winter, I'd happily listen to like sad, slow and depressing music and like, you know, warm music for staying in and being cold and, you know, stuff like that. For example, a lot of the Radiohead songs, because I really like Radiohead, a lot of their music I wouldn't necessarily listen to in summer because it's not like boppy and upbeat and, you know, hype up in the sun. It's like cold, dark, you know, almost music that gets you thinking 
music that makes you feel a bit weird. For example, the song Everything in Its Right Place, which is the opening track to Kid A, which is my favourite Radiohead album, uh, which sounds a bit like this. You know, that's not a summer bopper. As good as that album is, that album is not a summer bopper, right? Uh, or, or even like the song Nude, which is such a great song, an amazing song for so many reasons from the album In Rainbows, which is another great Radiohead album, which is sounds like this. fantastic song that I love, amazing meaning, amazing lyricism, amazing music, but not a summer bopper. And I realised that there are probably about five albums that I would consider absolute summer necessities that I cannot wait. You know, we're heading into summer here in Australia, you know, we've just hit daylight savings and it's really light till like nine o'clock now. Three of them are Blink-182 albums. So So the albums Enema of the State, Dude Ranch and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket by Blink-182. I just think are like the ultimate summer albums. Just summer pop punk music. Songs like Wendy Clear by Blink-182 from the album Enema of the State is just almost epitomizes summer to me. Everything from like the really clean guitars and the boppy drums and the the hooky vocals like it just like that's that's a song about California you know and that's a song about summer in California and the beach and the sun and the golden sky or you know shit like that then of course take off your pants and jacket probably less so than anima but songs like roller coaster Rock show. And even like Give Me One Good Reason are just so good. And of course, Dude Ranch, which is the old school Blink 182. Uh, songs like Josie. That is a summer banger. That is such a summer banger with the windows down in the car. Also, a more recent one is The White Album by Weezer, uh, which is an album with very strong ties again to California. But it's just, it's almost like those same features, really like glittery vocals, really, really bright guitars and bright guitar riffs and just... I don't know. Everything about that album as well just screams summer to me. Like, it's like, this is an album you are supposed to listen to in summer. And, like, even, like, the first track, California Kids. Kids. 
songs like Girl, We Got a Good Thing. Girl, we got a good thing. You know where this is heading. Just a couple of birds. Happy to be singing. They're just so... Uh, I don't know, they just, they scream sunlight. Ironically, the last song on that album is called Endless Bummer, uh, which features this lyric as the most prominent lyric. I just want the summer to Mad credit to this song because I think it's the best song on the album. It's just like, it reminds you of just a, a lazy summer day towards the end of summer, I guess, as a kid and you're going back to school and just the Beach Boys like harmonies and like the overall just vibe of the song is so great. Go and listen to it. Go listen to this album. It's, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, man, that album is like one of my favorite albums, especially of this decade. Like that'd have to be in my top 10 albums that were released this decade. But then, on a completely different note, and not in the alternative rock slash punk kind of emo vibe, is an album, the, the debut album by the Scottish band uh, Churches, and I know, like, a Scottish band doesn't necessarily scream summer, because Scotland isn't necessarily a summery place. And like the White Album, this is probably in my top ten albums of this decade as well. Um, I still remember the day I heard the song Gun by Churches, who are just a synth pop, like, incredible synth pop, almost like, I don't know, not, not, not 80s, but like really like electronic synth bass with a great vocalist, Lauren Mabry. Um, the song Gun was the first one I ever heard on Triple J in the summer of 2013, it must have been. <laughs> I just became obsessed with them and me and my friends saw them live a few times in Melbourne and all of that time all of those times I think it was in January like in summer in Melbourne um songs like songs like the mother we share you know just they're just really great and I always think of summer I always think of summer and the beach when I think of that album so what are your summer albums what songs to you just scream like the sun and summer I really want to know Radio Jabe called 1-800-GET-FUCKED this week. He got in touch with the show, as you should do. Any thought that pops into your mind, sound off. Either by emailing, Instagram DMing, you know the drill. Call the number, whatever. He said this. Hello, Radio Mike. It's Radio Jabe here, and I just wanted to say uh, I, uh, I nearly burst into tears listening to the newest podcast because when you mentioned Harry Potter and the Boys and having sequels to it, I could never have been happier. Uh, I've got to say, personally, it is my favourite part of the podcast. I look forward to it every week. And I've been wanting to contribute to the show and send an email asking if you would be willing to write sequels to Harry Potter and the Boys. But uh, I thought maybe that would ruin it because you wouldn't be writing it in grade seven, you'd be writing it currently. But uh, I just want to say, was so happy to hear that you're going to be doing sequels, hopefully, if everyone else enjoys it as much as I do. Radio Jabe out. Take 20 mic points, Radio Jabe. And yes, I announced on the show last week that there are sequels to Harry Potter and the Boys that I've written. I went to um, the, my old laptop the other week uh, and and went to just check if they were there. And it looks like there's five or six 
Because I just, when I was a kid, I just used to write stories all the time. It was like my obsession, just writing stories. Now I do podcasts in my spare time. I don't know. My life's a bit weird. But uh, because of this, yeah, like if there's enough people, if enough people want it, and so many people have said like, hey, uh, you know, Harry Potter and and the boys is my favorite part of the podcast. In fact, you know, and it, it's cool as well that we're getting new listeners starting from the start. That's really awesome. Like, I think the, this guy, Radio Unoriginal Greg, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Unoriginal Greg, who probably won't be up to this episode uh, in time, ta- like uh, for a while, because he's listening from the start. He wrote in and said, "Oh, really loving the podcast. Can't wait to hear what happens in Harry Potter." Uh, and that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for. I hope when you hear this, you're like. Hey, cool. Uh, so, speaking of Harry Potter and the boys, let's do this to, to wrap up the day. Harry Potter and the boys. A live reading by Radio Mike. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? We're currently in a chapter called Hidden Power, where Derek Derrickson, one of the main boys in the story, who's a bit of a stupid idiot and, you know, yeah... He's just a stupid idiot. He is being told by Miss Granger, Hermione Granger, who's now a professor, that he has unusual and strong powers. That's where we left off a few weeks ago. Uh, So let's pick up right here on Chapter 16, Hidden Power, where Derek has just learned from Professor Granger that he has hidden powers. Hermione walked over to a desk and took out a chicken. Well, that's random, (laughs) That's already fucked. She just, oh, here's a chicken. Just keep one in my desk all the time, just in case. (laughs) Now, Derek, you know that there are three unforgivable curses. The, it says the Cretaceous curse, but in it, I I believe in Harry Potter, the the real way of spelling it is the Cruciatus curse, not the Cretaceous curse, unless over time, because this book is set fifty years after. Uh, the regular Harry Potter, maybe over time it's changed to the Cretaceous Curse, but I do believe the correct thing I was trying to spell was the Cruciatus Curse. The Killing Curse and the Imperious Curse. I also believe that the Imperious Curse is not a curse, but a charm. I think Imperio is the only... Oh no, maybe it it must be a curse, because they're the unforgivable curses. Excuse me. Now, usually a wizard wouldn't be able to perform these curses until their sixth or seventh year at school. I believe there is some merit to that, but I, I think in the books, in the actual Harry Potter books, the thing was that for you to use one of the unforgivable curses successfully, you actually had to want to do it. Like, I think that was the thing. Like, Harry tried to use Crucio on Bellatrix in one of the books, maybe after she killed Sirius Black, but it wasn't effective because he didn't have, like, the ang- the evil in him to do it. And Voldemort says, like, you need to feel the anger for it to work, or something like that. I could be completely wrong. She said, But seeing your amazing skill of knocking out Mr. Lockhart back at the Quidditch competition, that was so long ago that I don't even remember. Uh, Does anyone remember what happened there? Because I don't. Uh, I think it may be possible for you, a first year, to perform them. (laughs) Why is she teaching this 11-year-old how to use the killing curse and the torture curse. Uh, She brought the chicken over to Derek. What's the chicken doing at this point? Just like... Uh, (laughs) Now, take out your wand, please, Mr. Derrickson, she said, and I want you to repeat after me. 
Crucio. Crucio, said Derek in a deep voice as his eyes turned as green as an emerald. Jesus, okay, so Derek has some weird power. The chicken started pocking as loud as it could, for Crucio was the torture curse. Imperio, said Hermione. Imperio, said Derek. His eyes had turned black this time. Avada Kedavra, said Hermione. Abra Kedavra, said Derek. No, Avada Kedavra, said Hermione. Avada Kedavra, shouted Derek. And the chicken was dead. Kill, said Derek, and he started to curse everything he saw. Things were dying everywhere. (laughs) So Derek's just killed a chicken and then he sees various other living things in the room, just goes, oh, cool, Avada Kedavra, Avada Kedavra. He's just killing things. <laughs> no, Derek, the spell is illegal. No more, said Hermione. I know you're excited, but you must never use your hidden power anywhere. Not ever. You better leave now. You're due at a secret lesson with Mr. Charger. So what was the point of that lesson, Hermione? Why did you teach him how to use the forbidden curses <laughs> and then? Be like, never use these. Never. Uh, okay, so we'll finish the chapter. There's just one page left, so it should be quick. Um, Derek walked down to Mr. Charger's office. Mr. Charger's like the Professor Snape, but he's a bit of a lame geek. Lately, Derek had been taking secret singing lessons with him. Derek Derrickson, you are clearly 43 seconds late, Mr. Charger screamed. Get out. I never want to see you again. And then it goes... N like E H H H H H H H H N exclamation mark. Oh, and then okay, then it explains that. He was screaming because he had suddenly been attacked. It was Derek, but he didn't realize he was doing it, so it was a the N was a screech of pain. Derek was sad and he didn't know that he was using the Cretaceous curse, Cruciatus curse, on Mr. Charger. Leave at once, Mr. Charger said after the torture was over. <laughs> Then it just says, meanwhile, in the Gryffindor common room. Oh, okay, I'll explain, said Harold, after about an hour of questions from the boys. The boys in a previous chapter found out that Harold is a were-basilisk, where he turns into a basilisk on a full moon. It all happened when I was about not even a year old. All I can remember is that I woke up and was being carried by a beam shaped like a star. I ended up in a room at Hogwarts that I have searched and searched for, but never found. And I was bitten by a basilisk. Then every night when I see a full moon, I turn into a basilisk. But Harold, you don't understand. And the boys previously saw this memory in Hermione's pensive. So they know that that's what, they already knew that that happened. Okay. But Harold, you don't understand. The person that set that basilisk on you was Mr. Charger, said Rob. Nonsense. Mr. Charger is one of my favourite teachers. He'd never do that. Now, I think I've done enough explaining today. Goodbye. That's the end of the chapter. The next chapter is called Chapter 17, Five Billion and One. Interesting. Man, okay, I'm getting excited. We're getting there. Maybe we'll get there by the end of the year. Maybe we won't. But that's Harry Potter and the Boys for another week. And that's another 20th century boy for another week. Uh, 
massive thank you to everyone who is listening. Really appreciate it. Contribute at any time. RadioMacPod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash 20th Century Boy. Lots of fun happening there. Instagram, radio.mic. Twitter, it's Radio Mike. Uh, 1-800-GET-FUCKED is the number to call if you're in Australia. Congratulations to Radio Superstar Liam Whitman and Radio Superstar Zach. You've done a great job. Welcome to Superstardom, fellas. Uh, and other than that, I'll, I'll be at Lewis Spears' show on, I think, Saturday night. If any of you were there, feel free to say hi if you see me. Um, other than that, uh, Siggy Mike, thanks for being here. No worries, Mike. Looking forward to the stripper in Mario Kart-themed uh, Bucks Party. Head of the mic, what's up tonight? Just uh, going to head home and uh, have a bit of sex with Siri, to be honest. Okay, thank you, out of the mic. Uh, intern Mike, what about you? Uh, I've got to go. My mum's out the front. See you, guys. All right, see you, man. All I have to say is that my name is Radio Mike, and this podcast has, if you if you look at it realistically, it's just been, like, the inside of, like, my mind or something. I don't know. Anyway, see you guys. Have a fantastic week. See ya. And special goodbye to Radio Nacho Cheese. Love you, man. You're my best friend. Bye-bye.